today to make them feel proud. I'm Betty Ball. And I'm Stevie B. He's a Mike'em. She's from South Shields. And this is... Speak Up Sunderland. Woo! To be fair, kid, you look like you lost some weight. That new job's doing well. <laughs> is that a compliment? Yes. Take you've it You've actually got, got a straight face when you say that it as is. well. Just take it while you've got it. So before we get into today's episode, I've got to say a big thank you to everyone who has been to our three Speak Up Sunderland lives already. You guys have been legendary and every single time we have learned something new about Sunderland. Well, I would actually like to thank not, not only everyone that's turned up, but how vocal everybody was. Everybody had uh, an opinion. Everybody spoke to each other. I mean, Jay literally had to race backwards and forwards with a microphone to catch everybody. It was that enthusiastic. It's so. got that vibe. You have to stick your hand up like at school. Yes. <laughs> so make sure we get your voices. So speaking of the next new one, when is the next it is April the 17th, 7 o'clock at the Peacock as usual. Mine's a gin and his is whatever you can drink. Mine's whatever's the cheapest. Uh, yeah. However, the first one, we had a very special guest, didn't we? We did. So I'd like to invite our final guest, please, if you put your hands together for James Bottle. <laughs> James, do you want to tell everybody about a bit more about who you are? Okay, uh, yeah, so I'm James and I am a freelance journalist and I study at the University of Sunderland doing an MA, uh, my master's in radio. I have had a varied career in various different things. Elaborate. I was a cop for 10 years. Were you? Is this the first time that you've met me? Yeah. Okay, then, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, I was a police officer for 10 years in North Yorkshire, and I did various different things whilst in my career. But one thing led to another, and it meant that I decided to go back to university, and because I'm still nosy, I decided to become a journalist. So I studied to do my journalism degree, and I got a first, and, uh, <laughs> and ended up coming to Sunderland. And for somebody that's from Teesside who had grown up being told that Sunderland was not the best place to live, that uh, there was lots of jokes about it, and Boom. I was always told, you know, you never go there. And to be fair, up until about maybe two years ago, I hadn't actually been to Sunderland. We moved about, about six months ago, and do you know what? I wish that I'd made this move a lot earlier because for a city... It's got such a tight knit community feel to it. It's it feels like a a town where everybody knows everybody, but it's still a city, and you've got all the transport links and everything like that, and you've got the businesses, and it just feels really really good. And this is why I thought about doing this next project, which will tie in with you guys. Mm. Very much so. Do you like how I linked it all? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, you can tell you do. You this. should go into journalism, you know. Yeah. Do you know what I should yeah. do? I should maybe go on the radio or something. You should. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> that sounds creepy <laughs> as anything. Hello. 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 In the studio, we have none other than James Barker. Yay. Hello, Yay. Barker. How you're all doing? You're all right. Well, Can I'm chonking. He thin. <laughs> He's chonking. <laughs> he chonking. <laughs> I'm right. not chonking anything, thank you very much. Well. Anyway, hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yes. 
So yes, I came along to the uh, first Speak Up Sunderland and uh, announced the uh, Stars of Sunderland, a little project that we're doing where we basically shine a spotlight on individuals within the community of Sunderland to actually highlight the great work that individuals do, sometimes selflessly, and basically just say a big thank you to them all. So you literally gather the good eggs I do. I gather the good eggs and I polish them off and I display them like Fabergés for your amusement. You are really spoiling us. Ah, I get the Ferrero Rocher out. It's about the community and it's about throwing the spotlight on an individual or a group of people who do something in their community within Sunderland. And it can be nominated by members of the public. It can be nominated by people who say, do you know what, this teacher has been a teacher for 50 years in their community and has uh, given so much, or it could be somebody that has seen that there's problems on the streets with homelessness and every Saturday night they're out there making sandwiches and giving out warm blankets to people. It can just be about somebody or some people who actually do something in the community that's worthwhile and highlights a problem and fixes it and it's about shining the spotlight on those people and basically celebrating them james do we have a lot of good eggs in sunderland do you know what there are so many good eggs in sunderland um it's i don't think i can say eggs anymore there's so much protein there's masses amount of them no there's so many great people of sunderland and I just hope that showing the stars of Sunderland that it does make Mackhams proud of their area and make them really just jump up and go, do you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing that and helping here and being who you are. And I think they just all need uh, to be uh, put on a pedestal for a Put in a cup. Put in a cup. Like an egg Put the egg in a cup. Put put it in a cup. No more eggs, please. (laughs) (laughs) So literally, you are finding the people that do great things that normally don't get the recognition they deserve. So it could be like a lollipop lady, a teacher, a next-door neighbour that's helping everyone around the street, somebody who generally does something with worth and value that normally doesn't get the recognition. That's exactly it. Today you should be a sun and star, Kate. Say again, sorry? Kate. Kate. Kate Townsend, she's just left, actually. Kate, she's absolutely astonishing. She did not give herself enough credit for what she does she is absolutely amazing i've been to the food bank and if you want to go down it is it's on coronation street you'll never forget that it is actually on coronation street i thought she was joking when she told us at first but uh, uh, you should honestly go down and have a look it is huge and she wasn't lying when she said she's been running it all pretty much by herself mm. she is one of those people i'm gonna actually nominate now her Well, can we have a show of hands? Who thinks that uh, Kate, who runs the food bank, should be a Sunderland star for the first ever one? Um, I I think it's unanimous, really. Glad she's not here. She wins. That's it. Now that she's not here and she can't, like, disagree with it. Oh, I'm reminiscing. (laughs) It seems like so long ago since we actually did that. I know. Time's passing so quickly and it's, it's... Our next live event is April the 17th, which is also going to be at the, the Peacock. Barker, how does it make you feel? She was just such a lovely person to interview. 
and actually spend some time down at the food bank as well and having a walk around and seeing the volunteers and seeing the the racks of shelving isn't it like costco it's it's amazing but do you know what there's some gaps there that still need to be filled so i Mm. think people still need to be donating to the food banks and getting involved with them and i'm sure that uh, any kind of donation will be uh, welcomed by them to be fair i think the last time i went they wanted custard something else as well no i was asking for tea and coffee as well anything so it's not just food that people get from food banks you've got racks of kitchen foil and household cleaning products uh, for people to actually help them out as well yes (laughs) i don't know what to add sorry (laughs) we love our little city the people the culture and everything about the place We want to shout it from the rooftops to let everyone know about some of the great things the people are doing within their city and what makes them Mackham proud and a star of Sunderland. Kate Townsend is one of those people. She's a coordinator for Sunderland Food Banks. She isn't from Sunderland originally, but this is where she now calls home. I wanted to know what drives a person to go into a career of helping so many people, but I'll let her explain that. Um, So I'm originally from Kirkby and Ashfield, which is a small town just north of Nottingham. And I grew up there till I was 18. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to do something to fight the injustices that I saw around me. I think I was was probably nine or 10 when I was talking with my mum and just said, it's so unfair that some people are born into a situation that's not right. So I think from a very young age, I was wanted to do something to give back and to to sort of try and rebalance the scales of injustice, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying that that's what I do now, but I knew from a young age that I, I wouldn't be doing the same as other people, I would say. So what does she do in the role as coordinator of a food bank? What we came in to do was it came after five years of conversation between the different food banks in the city and the council and Sunderland Connect Network. And it was seen that there are lots of food banks. They're all independent. They don't really talk to each other. There's no centralised referral system and there's no central stock. So it meant that food banks would run out of food and then they'd go and spend loads of money stocking up their cupboards it would mean that a referral agency would have to have three different phone numbers or vouchers to get into the food banks and it it was just quite disorganized but the need for food was increasing so we were seeing the food banks were getting busier and busier but there was no sort of central coordination of them Um, so we came in not to replace those food banks instead we work with them so the first six months I was just going out visiting the different food projects across the city working out what they did and how we could help them so really what we do is we're a support agency a support network for the food banks so we work with 11 across the city um, and we give them food um, we give them resources training um, we've introduced a centralized referral system it just means that you know we've got we've got something like 70 referral agencies who refer through us and it means that they can go to any of the food banks across the city there was the need for a bit of coordination because there are food banks and they do a wonderful job and those volunteers who run the food banks are incredible i take my hat off to them because i th- i see what they do and and it really humbles me and yeah if we can support them in any way we can, any way we can then that's what we do 
It seems that without her, many food banks would go without. But do you have to be in desperate need of their services? And is it just food parcels that they give out to the people of Sunderland? Generally, anyone is able to access the food bank. There's no eligibility. There's no criteria that you have to have fulfil. Anyone can turn up at a food bank who is in crisis, who doesn't have anything, or maybe has something but not much, and say... I really need some help. And at the food banks, we really want to offer more than just food. So yes, we can give out a food parcel, but we can also be a listening ear. We can give a warm welcome. We can make a cup of tea and say, what's going on? How can we help you? Can we signpost you to another agency? So that's one way people just walk into a food bank and they can access it that way. The other way is that we work with 70 referral agencies. So that's professional agencies who work on the front line with clients. For example, the Citizens Advice Bureau, um, the job centres, the council's crisis support teams, Sharp, Fiscus, you name it. Anyone that works on the front line with people, they will normally be a referring to the food bank. We've got doctors, schools, debt advice centres and they register with us. They then have our vouchers and then they give their vouchers to a client. They, they say, oh, there's a need for food there. Give this voucher to a client and then the client can take it to a food bank. I popped down to the food bank, which is in the east end of the city. I was shocked at the scale of the operation and just had to have a walk around the place. So again, how long have you been in this uh, this warehouse now? Um, so we first started in this warehouse in November 2017, so a year and a couple of months. And it's gone through, as you've said, a lot of transformations. Is this its final form or do you think you've outgrown this area? Um, I don't think it's its final form, but I don't think we'll be moving anytime soon. So we'd quite like to have more shelving, more storage space. Um, as you can see, there's quite a lot of stuff stored on the floor at the minute. And we, we want to get that ideally onto shelves. So if any businesses are getting rid of any racks and shelving and things like that, point them in your direction. Yes, please. <laughs> that would be great. Can we have a little walk? Yeah. So... How long has it actually taken to actually get to this level of organisation? Um, so we started last November and these shelves have been here since May, I think. It took us two weeks to get the shelves up because you can see they're quite big. Um, and then everything else probably took another month. So in all six or seven months to get to this kind of organisation and there is still a lot that we could do. Um, there's a lot of improvements. I look around here and see everything I could do better rather than everything that looks good. I'm just going to have a look on the shelves. Um, okay. So down this particular aisle, we've got the, the orange zone, and it says we've got <laughs> milk, cleaning products, meat, pasta, baby items, and pet food. That's a, that's a hell of a combination. Yeah, that's that's what we get. We try and put together parcels for people that they they might need anything if if you can't afford food then you might not be able to afford um cleaning products wash you know fairy liquid or a blue cloth or shampoo sanitary items etc etc pet food so we take anything and we give out anything anything that we get in we will try and get rid of when deliveries come in how are they actually arranged and sorted and things like this so deliveries come in and they come into our loading bay, which is where we weigh them. Then we have volunteers come in who take those bags of donations that people have brought and they sort them out by category and by date. 
So we, we try and get rid of the food in a timely fashion so that it doesn't go out of date. We, you know, we want to be good stewards of, of what we have. We sort it by date and by category and then it gets put on the shelves. And then a food bank will get in touch with us and they'll put in an order form and say, we're short of rice pudding and, and tomatoes and sugar can we have some and um, the volunteers will put that order together it's a bit like supermarket sweep they'll uh, go down the shelves and load up their trolleys and then we weigh that out again and then we send that out to the food banks so uh, i'm going to go and speak to some of the people that are here so are these uh, from sunderland university yes so um, we have a good relationship with rebecca who is um, a volunteer coordinator for the students union um, and so she brings down teams of volunteers from the students union um, from Sunderland University. Can you describe to us exactly what you guys are all doing at the moment? Yeah so um, we're just basically um, sorting with dating and then sorting the, each um, item of food into the right um, category into uh, the box which that'll sit in and then be packed up and uh, just basically ordering the warehouse ready for um, collection boxes to be made. And is this a regular thing that you guys get up to? The moment um, we're taking the students once a month and then from that we're getting regular volunteers hopeful um, to uh, participate a bit more kind of uh, frequently. And how important do you think it is for food banks in working in the community to help people who are struggling? it's uh, extremely important and I think you can just see I think um, every student that comes in here and sees the scale of the warehouse and how much food is in here um, that everyone's always um, has that shocked surprise um, and I think that kind of um, it, it's, it then encourages the students to want to kind of come and help as well It was an impressive sight to see so much help given out to the people of Sunderland all under one roof Kit keeps a well-oiled machine, but I wondered what she felt was going to happen in the next couple of months, especially after the, um, you know, the B word. Sadly, and with a heavy heart, I personally believe that after Brexit, food banks use will rocket. We really don't know what's going to happen with the economy. We don't really know what's going to happen with trade. At the the current situation with Brexit, it looks like it was going to hit us and I think the food bank use will increase with Brexit. I think in the northeast we might actually be quite resilient. You know, there isn't actually that much trade left here. You know, we've got Nissan and a few you know, there are yes, there are some companies up here, but I would say most of the economic wealth is is in the south. So I would say maybe we won't see as much changes down south will. However, the northeast does receive a lot of EU funding what's going to happen when we don't have that anymore i would love to see us not need to use food banks anymore and how do we get there i think we need to see a government which supports the people and and you know we've we all want that <laughs> we've wanted that since the beginning of time but um a government which favors those who have nothing i think better coordination between support networks so if that looks like working with the police or with drug and alcohol services or with the council to create a net that nobody can fall through to get to the state that they're in. I mean, it's part of my job is making the food banks sustainable and efficient and work together, but also trying not to let them exist anymore. So I'm constantly trying to put myself out of a job whilst making the food banks 
do what they do better. Um, so it's this really weird paradox. I've seen an increase in people needing to use the food banks. I think the evidence for that lies in that we've opened four new food banks in sort of geographical black spots where there weren't any food banks before, but also just the sheer numbers. It's, it, it is going up. On our stats, we fed three and a half thousand people last year. And I think with the other food banks as, as well in the area, it's well over 5,000 people in the city accessing food banks. And I think sadly with universal credit and the benefit system, we're just going to see that increasing more and more. Here at Speak Up Sunderland, we want to give a massive thank you to Kate Townsend and all the volunteers and workers who ensure that no family needs to go hungry in the city of Sunderland. You are a star of Sunderland and deserve all the recognition that you receive. So how do you get involved in this? So people listening, they know somebody they would like to nominate. How do they do that? What they can do is they can either come along to the live events and speak to everyone there, but also get in contact on the social media platforms. Speak up Sunderland as well. I absolutely. And the new website. Oh, it's marvellous. Absolutely. The new website is speakupsunderland.com and it's fabulous it's very shiny and new it's shiny and new and professional it and literally is www.speakupsunderland.com Com. there's a picture of my beautiful face and yes I'm sorry about that and and Stevie's <laughs> beacon of light aka's top yeah the top of my head which is shining <laughs> in the sun and click the lovely green button at the front yes, and then to enter the site it is all there for you and all the episodes that we've done from the first one is there so you can listen to any one that we've done and the fast becoming really popular everybody's talking about it and, and if you can and if you do go on could you do us a big favour as well can you leave a review uh, leave a review of what you've seen what you've heard what you think what you'd like have you, you been on James? I have because I wanted to see my ugly mug on there <laughs> how oh, does it feel? It fe- does do it make him feel proud? it does feel like that you know when you get the new fridge and you peel off that oh, that, that, that little bit of plastic oh, it's like that it's oh, all very shiny and new it's beautiful lovely that's such a good feeling <laughs> She's thinking of fridges. I don't know what it I know. is. I'm not. Magnets I'm as well. not. I know. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about on that... Um, the satisfaction of peeling no the plastic. No Big Bang Theory when you've got... Uh, <laughs> when you've got Howard and you've got Rajesh and they get the iPhone and they take the peel it off for the first time <laughs> and they're screams. like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, if uh, anyone wants to uh, nominate another person for Stars of Sunderland they can do uh, again on the social media head over to the website um, speakupsunderland.com and they can nominate the people so if you click contact us you can be able to write it in the comments box is that what you absolutely send us a message and let us know who the person is and why you think that they should be the Stars of Sunderland oh I'm excited do you know what it is I think we could be inundated hopefully I think we'll be inundated because there's so many people that deserve just to be recognised and be seen to be told thank you for what you do and thank you for what you do for free maybe as well but just remember if you're thinking about nominating somebody just do it because you never know that could generally change that person's life shy Ben's getting out please <sighs> can I also just mention one thing as well something, oh. something that's don't shrug your shoulders before I've said it oh it's I just big. know what you're going to say well tough oh. was it you said to me suck it in Suck it in. Suck it in. Uh, Sunderland are going to be playing at Wembley. They're in the final in two days' time. It's really exciting. It's the second time you we've sound been. Elated. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time we've been to Wembley uh, in five, five, six years, I think. It's been that long. 
Uh, if you're talking about Newcastle, it's 1969 oh. since Newcastle were last there. So put down your pipe and smoke it. Oh, whatever. Uh, and we've got a really good chance. It's one of the low competitions we're playing Portsmouth. Uh, and it would be amazing for the city, in all seriousness, if we win that. Because it would be good for business. It would be good for the city. It would be good for the city to get some just some really good news. And I think everybody would celebrate as well. So let's fingers crossed that S- we win. Sunderland's going to be absolutely buzzing on Sunday. It will be. It'll Everything's be just going to go to can I, ask, even. can I ask though, predictions for Sunday. What's the score? I think we'll win. I really do think we'll win. It's the best chance we're going to get to win a cup. By what? 2-1. Two 2-1. One. Two one. What about you? On, She's Betty. got no idea. Go on, Betty. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be very positive and go behind Sunderland because speak up Sunderland is to be about Sunderland. So I think we're going to win. I'm not going to say what prediction because I just generally, I'm just behind them. That was so on the I'm fence. Just You're sitting positive. right on the top of it, aren't you? I'm just mispositive. So we're going to see next week, aren't we? Yes. Excellent. So this is happening the last Friday of each month. It is, yes. Um, and we've got uh, next month's All Sorted. Shall I say who it is? No, don't do it. Shall we keep them with suspense? Okay, I'll tell you what. Give them a little bit. Give me a kiss there. It involves a bridge. Oh, which one? We've got so many in Sunderland. Well, there you go. You're going to have to wait till next month to actually find out. Oh, you little tease. Same bat time, same bat channel. Is it it the man who painted it? Oh, he's probably Deed Gerrard. Do you know they transport a bridge back in Teesside? Because you know, by the way, I'm from Teesside. Um, yeah, they sorry about they that. start they start painting it um, all the way across, and by the time they finish, they have to turn around and paint it the other way a different colour because it takes that long to actually do it. Is that because they're, they're constantly painting the wrong colour? Yeah, they do. Why, I man? It's been a pleasure, humans. A pledge. It's been a pledge. That's it. I'm keeping it cool with the kids. It's been a pledge. James, thanks for coming in. No, thank you, Steve. That's been great. Thank you. Well, he survived. I know. Only it's, just. It's um, true. I've been told not to feed the animals so or much look protein. directly at Betty in her eyes. Because I will Yeah, because yeah, she is a big animal. Right, get off. A shed of shots yet? Behave. No, she's due though. <sighs> oh, I bet they'll take you for your shots. Come on. You know what it is, right? There's a-